0: Brad Mason, I am here again with my wonderful wife Natasha Mason. Hello. And there she is and we are glad to be back with another episode of The Abnormal Christian. We would like to remind everyone that we have um multiple episodes up on Podbean that you can listen to, uh, please like and share the episodes with your friends, family, and anyone who might get offended by Christianity, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to bring Jesus Christ and the gospel to all of the world as much as we can, and we know it's not going to make some people happy, but that's what we're here to do. So, Amen. So uh, you want to know that's what this podcast is mainly about and what our focus has been has really been on being a better believer, um, living more um, holy unto God, uh, be holy as I am holy, is what we're told. Um, which is often something that is is escaping the church. Um, and is escaping the people of God, is this holiness that we should wrap ourselves in. Um, and it's not really this manufactured holiness that is our own, but is the holiness of God, the Father who has given to us through the Holy Spirit. I'm getting amped up, and we're just getting started. You
1: see his hands.
0: My hands are moving. So when my hands are moving, we're getting amped up. So anyway, this episode, we're going to go back, and we're going to hit on sin. And maybe you're tired of hearing about it. Maybe you haven't heard about it at all. We've done two other um, podcasts uh, around the subject of sin. Um, and, and just recently, I was kind of going through some thoughts and uh, was thinking of sin in a different kind of a fashion. And, I, and I, I think I texted you or I don't remember. Did I text you?
1: I don't, you don't know. know. You don't so, know. I don't know.
0: Anyway, I had, po- uh, I had posed the idea of sin as being uh, similar to um, a drug, right? And like a drug addict. Um, to where someone is addicted to the drug, um, and they make excuses for themselves, right? I, I can't help it. It is not really hurting me that much. I don't. I don't use that much. I only do it on the, you know, on the side. Um, and eventually, it's it's kind of where someone is using. Um, they start small with something, and it doesn't satisfy them anymore, and so they move on to something I mean more right. and
1: more and more.
0: Um, they move something harder and something uh, that's uh, more deadly and something that's more uh, gives them a, a better feeling. And so this idea was rolling around in my mind of of sin. And uh, I had posted a question on uh, Facebook and I'd asked some, I actually asked two people to their face um, because that's that's what I'll do. Because that's what he likes to do. Yeah, I'll ask you to your face. And, uh, and I asked, what is sin? That was my question. So you're listening to this podcast, and uh, this episode is going to probably be titled, What is Sin? Um, and I want you to answer that. You're sitting here now, and I'm going to give you two, three seconds of nothing, and you think about it for yourself real quick. What is sin? Answer me.
1: What's your first—you mean like, what's people's first— got reaction yes. to that.
0: I want the person who's listening to get the first thought in their head of what sin is. Now, I will say, uh, you can give me the long... So I talked to one guy. And I asked one guy what sin was, and he gave me the correct um, definition of what sin is. So I asked another guy, and he gave me a long list of what sins are. Um, He wasn't really able to give me—now, one with the lost—I won't say the lost. That's probably the worst thing to say there. That's an assumption. Um, But the one who's not living the Christian life was able to give me the biblical definition of sin, while the Christian that I asked was able to give me the— Sin itself. What are these different things? Adultery is sin. You know, uh, murder is sin. Stealing is sin. He was able to give me this long list of sins, but he was unable to tell me exactly what sin itself is. And this is really interesting because I think this speaks so much to our society and what what's going on in culture, right? So everything that we're seeing, uh, whether it be from our government to um, our p- politicians, to our church leaders, to um, the social movements. Um, social justice, all these things um, are all byproducts. And and the reactions we have are byproducts primarily of sin, Um, byproducts of bad behavior or inappropriate conduct, um, hate and anger and racism, and all these things are byproducts of sin. None of these things are a byproduct of the spirit of the life that we have in Christ. So really getting to the root of it If you were to tell someone, if you and we've had this back when we grew up in the '80s, they had the war on drugs, and it was uh, everywhere. You know, you say no, uh, stay cool, stay in school. You know, be cool, stay away from drugs. So I
1: mean, this is the Dare program. Yes, uh,
0: it was, and and I, I did plenty of stuff with the local police department in Lexington, where we used to live, where I used to live. Um, with, with dare, I used to have a karate school there and we would go out and we would have uh you know, they'd have these things on, I don't remember when it was, but you go down main, main street and everybody would set up and you would have the kids come out and it was a, it was a whole social program to really try and steer kids away from drugs. And what was the message that we would give? And you, you probably didn't go to it, but you could tell me what's the message that we told kids Just say, no, say, no, don't do drugs. Why, why wouldn't you want to do drugs?
1: Um, they're bad.
0: They're bad. So we have, uh, we have a plethora of children <laughs> but among us. Um, and, and if we were to tell our children about drugs, what would we probably say about drugs? What would you say? You're a nurse. What would you say?
1: Uh, well, you don't really want to get yourself hooked into anything that you can't easily walk away from.
0: Okay. So they're, they're very addictive. Right? Yes. Okay. What else would you tell me about drugs?
1: Uh, it wreaks havoc on your body
0: okay it's very devastating to you physically yes what does it do to your family relationships
1: definitely stresses and strains those right because you end up lying and stealing and kind of being not a person that any of your family would even recognize
0: and if you used hard drugs long enough what could the if what could the outcome be death right so you can die from it so you know we're using the example I'm using the example of drugs and I'm trying to get uh, this is the idea and thought I'm having of sin because I don't think we approach it from the same perspective that we do drugs we would sit here and tell our children that drugs can kill you drugs can uh, it can ravage your body it can damage your relationships with your family it could uh, destroy your personal relationship you could lose your job you could wind up stealing there are people who wind up doing things with their bodies because they're you know They sell themselves to get the drug. And we would warn people, relentlessly, don't use drugs. But when it comes to sin, many of us are not even able to give a good comprehensible definition of what sin is. How could we tell our children, stay away from sin, and not tell them that it has all, every single side effect that drug has, uh, drugs do, Um, sin has a comparable side effect. Sin itself Can it, it, the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but correct. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. But you have to understand the wages of sin is death. Isn't this the lie, um, that Satan told, uh, Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden. Yeah, And you're not going to die if you eat of it. He just doesn't want you to be be on his level. Yeah. You're going to be just scared.
1: He doesn't want you to be there. And so,
0: and they, they ate it and did they die immediately? No, no, they didn't die immediately, but they inherited death. And because of their sin, we all inherited death. The wages of sin is death. So number one, every single one of us is going to die. It's going to happen. Um, Unless the Lord comes and and calls us up in in the air and we rise up to meet him, um, we're going to die. It's just, it's an inevitability. It's part of this construct that we have. We're just this human thing that is full of sin or was born into sin um, and that sin is what's killing us. It's, it's the eventual end of our lives. You know, I was thinking today, um, how it's, I'm 44 years old. And I was thinking about some people that I work with. And, uh, I know one woman who is not a Christian it does anything to do with it. And I thought, how miserable is it? At least for me, in my opinion, would it be to be 40, 50 years old and realize that the majority of your life is behind you and that you don't believe that there's anything ahead of you. And this is it. This is all of it for them. That's, this is it. You don't get a second go round. There's no coming back to this. There's no coming back, and, and you know some religions teach uh, reincarnation, but that has absolutely never been proven by any measure or means. And according to the word of God, once you're dead, you're dead. I mean, that's how it works. Once this body is done, this body is done. Um, you know, for the believer, we we have we have that resurrection hope that God raised Jesus from the dead, so we're going to be raised too. But sin is at the core. Of what's killing us It is that thing that kills us So really looking at what is sin So you're listening and maybe in your head you're like "Well, I'm not really, you know, I don't have a great definition
1: Usually People think of the Ten Commandments Sure uh, Don't kill, don't so, steal don't... Uh, the,
0: the issue there is And, and, and I know this is going to be hard for some people to wrap their mind around there are six hundred and thirteen commandments in the Old Testament, not just ten. What? Right. There, there are the ten that that uh, Moses had, right? That God gave him. Um, there are the five that were uh, unto God, and the five that are unto man. But there are six hundred and thirteen commandments in the Old Testament. Um, so there's a lot, um, you know. And and this is what I was saying to the the gentleman who was the Christian who was listing sins, but he couldn't tell me what sin itself was. What is sin? How? what is it? Um, and so we, we look over at Paul, and this is the main reason I wanted to bring this up, so you'll have a good understanding. Because once we understand what something is, then we can deal with it, right? Once we understand what uh, something does to us, it helps us treat that disease, or whatever it is that's going on in our lives, um, or that sickness and illness that's killing us. Um, so sin, according to Paul, Paul says that sin is what? I'm going to ask Natasha. I don't-
1: Put it on when you on the spot. Do this. Put you on the
0: spot. Okay, I'll take you. It's breaking the law. Yes, it's it's the violation of God's law sin. This is the definition. Is the violation of God's law. And how do we know that? Cuz Paul said, "Had I not known the law, I would not know what sin is. Had I not known the law, I would not have known what sin is." But we're
1: not under the law.
0: Hold on. We're under grace. That's true. Who's under grace? Christians. Ah, now you're, there you go. So the lost are still under what we would consider the, the penalty of the law. There is a, a debt that has to be paid for them The because they have not accepted the sacrifice of God. They've not accepted Yeshua, Jesus, as their sacrifice for their sins. So they are still held to the commandments of the law. They're going to be held according to those commands. Did you obey that? So sin, according to Paul, is violation of God's law right and so that's the broad overhead term now underneath that you could do all the little sub little sub uh, categories of sin you could do uh you know um uh, murder and stealing and coveting and all these different. You could do the Ten Commandments. You know, you could go down that list. You could go through the six hundred and thirteen laws in the Old Testament. You could create a, a you know a spreadsheet of all these different sins, but they're still going to fall under the heading of violation of God's law is sin. That's what the world the world out here around us when they're sinning they're violating God's law. Now there is there is a uh, some scripture that, that tells us that God uh, can see past some people's ignorance. You know, there's, there's certain times what he said because of their ignorance. He he looked not really looked the other way, but he let them go because of their ignorance. So there's a lot of people in the world who couldn't give you an under They couldn't give you a definition of what sin is. And, and I use this example. I had posted the question to Facebook and I asked what sin was. And I had a, a friend of mine who answered as best he could. I'm not knocking him. He gave it the best answer he could. But he used moral relativism or moral um this is it's just this oh man it's this social morality that is killing america but that's
1: well, what i think is wrong might not be what brad thinks correct. is wrong so it's kind of all relative to the person yeah individuals
0: exactly so this moral relativism this social morality this is something you got to be very uh, careful of um, as a believer, the, the Bible says that sin is a violation of God's law. We know that. That's why Jesus had to come and pay the price, because there was a penalty that had to be paid for violating God's law. God is holy. God is just. God is all these wonderful things, and we have been just absolutely wretched in his sight. We've been wicked before God. You can sit there, and, and if you're listening to this podcast, and maybe you're not a Christian, and you're sitting there saying, I'm not, no, I've not done any of that. Have you ever told a lie? And I'll use the old Ray Comfort Living Waters Ministries uh, method of this. So, uh, Ray would say, uh, have you ever told a lie? Yes. Okay. Have you ever stolen anything? Even if it's down to a little penny, have you ever taken anything that wasn't yours? Yes. Okay. What would you call somebody who lies? A liar. What would you call someone who takes things that aren't theirs? A stealer. A th- right. A thief. thief. <laughs> a stealer. I love it. <laughs> so, a liar and a thief. Have you ever, um, have you ever hated someone? Have you ever had hate towards another person? Yes. Jesus said, if you have hate in your heart towards your brother, that is the same as murder, right? So he says, thou shalt not kill. So it's the same as murder. So basically, Ray Comfort would say, well, then you're a lying, thieving murderer. According to the law, under the law of God, under that law that we just defined as sin, those are the things you would be. And so when we look at the world, and you could be sitting here listening to this podcast and say, I'm not a Christian, but you couldn't answer those questions and say, no, I'm not any of that. You know, if you've ever taken something that's not, that makes you a thief. If you've lied, that makes you a liar. So in front of God... We're undone. Our sin has made us unrighteous, unholy um, before God, and so we're separated from Him. So knowing that sin is, the, uh, sin is the violation of God's law, then there has to be obedience. What would be obedience? Because Paul also says this, Brothers, should we continue in sin so that grace may abound? So let's, let's rewind that sentence a little bit. Brothers, should we continue in sin? Should we continue in sin? What is that? What could you say there? What what could he say? We just said sin is the violation of God's law. Should couldn't you say, brothers,
1: should we continue to violate God's law?
0: That's right, because that is sin. Should we continue to violate God's law so that grace may abound? And he says, God forbid. That we would do such a thing. We should not do such a thing. So I'm not, and and people are, I know there's people who are going to say, I'm jumping on the legal train here. I'm trying to throw us back under legalism. You're trying to throw me back under the law. (laughs) Absolutely not. That is not what I'm saying. The penalty, the full weight and the penalty of the law has been paid and it has been paid upon Yeshua, upon the cross. The full weight of the penalty that was mine that I owed, that Natasha owed, that you as a listener owed, was paid by Jesus Christ. But because he paid that, we should want to to live unto God, we should want to live unto God in a holy manner, and the way to do that is to be obedient to the Word of the Lord. Now, if you had someone that you worked with, and, and this is this, I also say. Uh, you said grace. We're under grace, and that is true. We have the grace of God. Well, that's upon what us. a lot of
1: people say. We've well, hyper. It's well, like in there's disregard the law.
0: Right. There's this this term in society that's called hyper grace. It's where we've uh, we've pushed the law of God so far away from us, the the way of God um, away from us, and we've graced everything. Everything is grace now. I can do what I want to do. But it's good. Because I'm smothering it. Everybody in,
1: be happy, right?
0: I'm smothering it in grace, and we're covering all these things. And our lives should be covered and saturated with the grace of God. But it's also the idea that we have to be holy, and the only way to know to be holy unto God is to do what God says. That makes you holy. I don't understand why we. this should not be that complicated. We are indwelt with the Holy Spirit of God, right? So he's working there to make us holy, and he's going to lead us in the things that are right to do. Now, there was another comment that was posted about what is sin, and it said... Uh, for and, and I said, I didn't want any scripture. I was looking for opinion. And this person, <laughs> my mother <laughs> gave us, it was, it was, it was scripture, but it wasn't, she didn't like quote it. So she was like, <laughs> it, it doesn't count. It's not scripture, but she had a good point. It was a great point because it said, um, it's basically for the one who knows to do right and doesn't do it for them. It is a sin, right? That's, that's in the new Testament. Um, and, and I broke it down to Natasha and I said, I, that's great. It's a great point. But at the beginning of that scripture, it says for the person right who knows to do right. How would you know to do right apart from the word of God? You wouldn't. Paul makes that statement. He said, Had I not known the law, I wouldn't have known sin. So for us to know to do right, we need to be in the word of God and we need to be saturating ourselves with his grace, with his mercy, but also with his word, right? Because if we don't, if we don't cling unto the word of God, then what's the point of even calling ourselves Christians? It's 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 ridiculous. Uh, I saw something like two or three weeks ago, a lady on Twitter, she said, I don't believe in the Bible. I don't believe in the God that the people that say there is in the Bible. I don't think you have to do all the things the Bible says, but I'm a Christian. And I'm like, what? Wrong. That is not what a Christian is. <laughs> Christian means Christ follower. A person who follows after Christ. You're not a Christian at all. You're, you're you're fooling yourselves. You're you're making yourself feel good. But when it comes to standing before God, you're going to have to answer for.
1: Well, it's like she wants to be a part of the group, but I don't want to have to follow the rules of the group.
0: Right. Because of, well, you know, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, that's exactly. It's a great point. And so, you know, you. And I really want people to get this idea. You need to be able to answer this because this is the core of the problem that we have in America and around the world currently is that we are not willing to say what is a sin. I can't tell you the last time And and I'm not saying we got to call out specifics, right? But we can't even tell people what sin is. I I can't tell you the last time. Well, because
1: you're scared to offend somebody. Right.
0: But I can't tell you the last time I've heard anybody stand up and say, preacher in church, pastor in church, pastor on TV. Everybody's online. Everybody's preaching. There's some really great stuff out there. But I've not heard anyone say, sin is the thing that is. Well, no, I'll take that back. Bodhi Valkman, I've heard him say it. Um, I love that guy. Yep, he's great. Uh, But he has said, sin is the thing that is killing us. Sin is the thing. That causes division. You know, uh, race is a, a creation, uh, a really kind of a, a human idea. God separated all the nations at uh, Babel, Babylon, right? Tower, of Tower, Babel. Of Babel. Yeah, I'm getting all things. But anyway, he, he separated all languages and peoples, and he broke everything up. He split everything up. So God is the creator of the different nations, right? But it, but mankind is the uh, the ones who want to uh, hate other people. Because of the color of their skin, or because of their or where they're from, or yeah, that's you know.
1: inherently a human thing. Right.
0: It's not a it's not a a trait uh, a Christian trait. Scripture says that that uh, John saw uh, nations, every tribe and tongue, standing before the throne of God in heaven. Every tribe and tongue. This is gonna not just white people and black people and brown people and every kind of person you could imagine and think of. People are standing before the throne of well, God. Well, I in think that.
1: you you explained it to me like. God is not going to see color. He's only going to see red.
0: Yes, no, and this is great cuz I think we we talked about this and I and I asked this question to Natasha and 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 I wanted to really kind of make this picture image in your mind for this. Um and I asked if you walked into your house and you saw that there was someone in your bed and the blanket was over top of them, who's in the bed? And <laughs> I <it's... laughs> think my
1: answer was
0: you? And uh, but and I would say. I,
1: I said, I would assume it's you.
0: Right. You would assume it's me, but would you know it's because me? Because
1: who else would be in my bed under the covers?
0: Correct. That's true. But do you know who it is?
1: Not unless I pull the cover off and look.
0: Because you don't see them, correct? Right. What's over them? What's, what is What is over? The
1: cover. Correct. The cover's the, the over.
0: The bed. So the point I'm tr- I was making with her with this is this is how the Holy Spirit, and this is how Jesus works for, right? His, the Bible says that we have been washed in the blood of the lamb. The lamb, the blood of the lamb is over us and is covering us. Um, and when the believer is in front of God and when the believer is standing in front of God, he's not going to see me, he's going to see the covering over me. He's not going to see. Yeah, don't get me wrong. God will know who I am. He knows everything about me. But he's going to see that sacrifice has been made and paid on my life. And so that penalty that was the law that I deserve hell and I deserve that death. That you know, it, I don't have to pay that. It's already been paid for. Somebody's paid for that. So when God looks at me, he needs to see. He's going to see his son. That's what I want him to see. He'll
1: see that we or that you were accepted the sacrifice.
0: Absolutely. So we're, you know, when we're looking at sin and that's the thing, when we look at the world and sin, why are you? Why I, I it blows my mind every day how bent out of shape people get about the things that are going on. Christians, why are why are you getting upset about it? This is not our home. This is not our world. This is theirs, you know. This is the world loves their own. The Bible says they're going to reject us because we uh, hold tight to God. We hold fast to the cross. We believe in Jesus, the son of God. If we lift that up and every Situation of our lives and everything we do and say, and we let it influence how we see other people, how we do, you know, had years ago. I had a, a friend of mine I used to work with. He said, I didn't understand a lot of the things in the world because I grew up a preacher's kid. I grew up in church, uh, pretty sheltered, according to him and his opinion. You haven't
1: really lived. Right.
0: He didn't think I understood, uh, and he's, maybe he's right, he didn't underst- he, he didn't think I understood racism and racial problems that people have. And you know what? He might be right because I was thinking, I saw something yesterday. A lady called the police on a young black guy who was driving a really nice car. And she said, there's a, there's a guy driving this car, a black guy driving a car. So the Cops pull him over. They pull him out. And they rough him up. They're you know they we're not. They want to know whose car it is. And he's like, it's mine. I bought it. You know. And I was thinking to myself today, when have I ever seen anyone in a car and thought, oh, they probably stole that? And I never have. I have never seen anyone in a vehicle and assumed that they were doing something. Well, they wrong.
1: obviously stole that. Right. I've
0: never seen. I have never seen that. I don't. I've never looked at people but, that. And
1: it's certainly not the point where I'm going to call the police. No. And be like, hey, y'all need to come check this out.
0: Correct. But I, I, I may, maybe I am sheltered because I haven't. I, I don't see that, you know. And when when I look at people, I try to want. I want to see people for the way God sees them. I want to see people that are lost and people that are broken and people that need help and people that need a savior. I don't want to see somebody who is a what what I would term a thug. Somebody I wouldn't talk to. Somebody who's uh, you know uh, gutter trash. You know, people might use those terms. Um, I don't want to see that. I want to see the people who you know who need Jesus. I want to be that person to say, you know what they. You might not like that guy, but I'm going to talk to him because he needs the Lord. That person needs God in their life. That person uh, doesn't, you know, maybe they have everything. Maybe they have nothing, but they need, I know what they need, a savior. Um, And so that's, you know, that's the way our lives are supposed to be. That, uh, you know, we know what sin is. We know the broad term of sin um, and the world may not have an understanding of that you're going you could run into people who do not understand what sin the definition of sin is now the encouragement for us is to teach your children that it is just like drugs if we would if we as Christians would teach our children that sin is absolutely destructive it will ruin your life it will tear you down it will take you down the, the deepest darkest holes you can go you don't want to ha- you don't have to do that we don't have to live there. You know, uh, when I was a kid, I used to hear the preachers all the time. There were all these guys who would come through, and they'd be, pre- I remember one preacher. He talked about how he was on drugs and cocaine and heroin and all these things. And he was in a hotel room with a prostitute and, you know, uh, before and, and God called him out of all that and he saved him from all that, and, you know, and everybody, everybody would stand and clap, right? Yeah, that's great. That's, that's wonderful. Brother so-and-so is, is you know, he, he gave up the world to, to follow the Lord. And then you'd have the sweet little lady who sat on the corner who lived 40, 50 years um, clinging, holding on to the Lord, holding on to his word, walking in uprightness, walking in the truth, walking in holiness. and and I always thought it was a shame nobody clapped for her because she didn't have to do all that. She saw what sin was and she steered away from it. She got it early and said, I don't want to live like that. I want to live a life unto God. And so, you know, when I was growing, I always kept that in my mind that that's the the way I want to live. I want my kids living that life. I want to live that life myself. I don't want to have to go down that path because when we go down that path, there's so much heartache it's just and heartbreak, exactly, um, and it's tough. You know the encouragement we're we've I, and we'll be honest on this podcast to a degree. Um, that We're struggling with a lot of stuff in our own personal lives, and that's probably really affected why we've been doing these podcasts. It's really tough sometimes to want to get up here and talk about things and want to get up here and, and encourage you when we're having such a hard time. But at the same time, we know that God is in the midst of everything we do. So if you have people in your life who are struggling with different things and going different directions, we know that God is willing and able to help us. He is willing. He's listening to our prayers. So have a real good understanding of what we're dealing with. You're not, dealing, you're not fighting against flesh and blood. We're fighting against those uh, spiritual principalities of darkness in this world that are just trying to ruin everything. Um, so it's, it's, it's up to us, since we know what sin is, it's the violation of God's law, is to encourage people to turn away from their sin, right? That's what repent means. That's Jesus' message was not socially acceptable. Uh, there were so many times they tried to get rid of him. But he always said, Repent! For the kingdom is at hand. Repent. Turn
1: away from your sin. But I think it also bears to be mentioned that you don't walk around. No, no, no. I'm not. With your finger pointing and telling everybody they're going to hell because they're doing X, Y, and Z.
0: Well, that needs, yes. You can do... That's worth being mentioned, but that's not I that's not what I'm encouraging anyone to no,
1: do. No, but people, there are people that go down that road.
0: I, we're not those people. We're not talking about that. No. So Anyway, having a good understanding, being able to lead others to Christ, is being able to understand where they're at and what they're dealing with. If you have people in your life, friends and family, who need to be saved, um, it's very critical. Use, use Go on YouTube and look up uh, Ray Comfort, Living Waters Ministries. He does some really great things about uh, the law. He puts God in the position of the judge. Jesus in the position of the uh, defendant, um, uh, I'm sorry, the attorney. Prosecutor. Yes. No, not the prosecutor. He's the he's defending you, um, basically. Um, he's your lawyer in heaven, and he he really he really rolls it out in such a way that he makes you understand that there's he'll offer people a hundred dollars if they can prove they're good, and then he uh, shows them why they're not good and why they're guilty under the law of God. And uh, by he closes it out by always asking him, so what do you need to do? And they'll be like, uh, uh, get saved. And he's like, exactly. <laughs> and then he says, So when are you going to do it? You know, I mean, he really kind of puts it on them and, and makes them make these mental choices and thoughts. So look him up and, and just really learn a little bit from that. It'll help you in your witnessing to other people um, and seeing how to do it. Um, but anyway, we're, we're at the end of this episode. We're kind of a little long there, but it's great. So we're glad that you're listening. Thanks for listening. Continue to share, like the podcast, post the podcast, spread the podcast, copy the podcast on 8 track or tape. Yes, yeah, and spray and help us, help us grow us Not just it. on the pod
1: um, bean. Yeah.
0: So uh, we really appreciate, again, I really thank you all for listening really humbly from our hearts. We we don't even understand why you listen to us, but we are so glad you do. If you want to reach us by email, you can email us at theabnormalchristian at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all those other places. We hope God continues to bless you and uh, that you continue to seek after holiness and walking with the Lord.
1: Bye.